everybody. Hey. Woo. This Welcome is... to. <laughs> Y'all Yo heard. heard. With Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. And we're not related. This is a podcast called Y'all Heard. And what we do on this podcast is we try to tell you about things that we know about that we think you might not know about, but we think would behoove you to know. It would behoove. Or in other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know, behoove. So, Marissa, to start the show, who is the last person that annoyed you and why? <laughs> oh, my God, what? Is that really I can question? tell you who mine was while you think of someone safe to talk about hey, if you want. Go for it. Go for it. Mine was, there's this um, couple that live in my building, and I'm just going to guess, based on the hat and the accent, that they're Russian, but they might not be. And uh, I leave for work at the same time as them every day, and I come home at the same time some days, because some days, I, anyway, depending on my plans, I don't come home at the same time every day. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the husband is waiting for the elevator, and he's he's kind of odd because he never waits for his wife. He, like, the wife parks the car, he gets out of the car and walks to the elevator oh, wow. and just leaves her in the car. Nice. And then she follows behind. But in the meantime, the husband and I are standing waiting for the elevator to arrive to take us up to our respective floors. And um, then his wife shows up. <laughs> his wife, keep, like, hits the elevator button, which, you know, I know that's an old cliche to be annoyed at the person who hits the elevator button while you're waiting for the elevator button that you already hit. But she keeps hitting it and she keeps talking about how the elevator won't show up. And in that moment I go, no wonder your husband is leaving you in the car. Would you just stop it and wait for the elevator? Anyway, that was the last lady who bothered me. You didn't say that out loud, did you? No, no, I didn't. Oh, man. Because I don't speak Russian. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that kind of would have been awesome if you did say that. <laughs> <laughs> if I said it in okay. Russian, <laughs> that would have been okay, tremendous. Okay. Um, I don't have like a fun answer. Like the last person to annoy me was like my landlord that spent my security deposit. Yeah, yeah, that's admit uh... that. <laughs> but he was. And like, by the way, what? there was a slight miscommunication through text when when you told me this. But do we know if he spent the money on improving the apartment or like himself? We don't even know because he said something like. I was like, you gotta give me notice before you walk into my apartment. Guys, this is an ongoing problem. And he's like, no, I don't. Like, we gotta get, get this place sold. You don't understand. I lose a lot of money that you're leaving. I lose like three months rent. And my friend, who is also a landlord. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that doesn't make sense. What do you mean you lose three months? What are you even talking about? She only gave you two months. Like, like she gave you first and last anyway. Like, she, you don't have three. And he was just like, well, and and the third, the security. And my friend's just like, didn't you put that in another account? And he was like, N no. <laughs> and he's like, you don't have it, do you? And he's like, well, 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 this is supposed to pay itself. And my friend's like, you don't have it, do you? And he's just like, yeah, well. I'll have it. And I was like, oh, my God. He was just admitted you don't have my security. So yeah. that's the last person to annoy me. Your landlord was a moron, which I know you know. Yeah. So. And if he's listening, it's so good to have you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about celebrity-related things. So mine is a specific person. Marissa, how would you characterize yours? Mine is... 
an extension of a famous person. Mine's a person that's an extension of a famous person. Yours a lot of players. I wanted to talk about it because I feel like nobody really talks about this, but you know the actor Woody Harrelson? Yes, from Cheers. His dad is a murderer. Like, <laughs> like, oh. like a convicted hitman. Not just a murderer, but a hitman. A man who was paid to kill other people. And for some reason, it seems like nobody ever talks about it. And I'm not saying that we all have to talk about it. But, like, I feel like I would bring that up and people would be like, what? And not believe me. Is he in jail? He's dead now. But here's the thing. He, let's say he's been accused of murdering three people at least. Okay? In 1970, he was acquitted for a murder that took place in 1968. Curiously, in an interview, Woody Harrelson says that in 1968, his dad left the house and he Uh just never returned. So, this is because he was off killing people. Later on, (laughs) he was convicted for another murder that took place in 1968. So, your dad, by the way, his name is Charles Harrelson. Uh, So, you're at home, you're little Woody Harrelson, and you're at home with dad, Charles, which is curiously my dad's name. And and one day he just leaves and doesn't come back, which is curiously what happened with my dad. And, um, And... he commits two murders in one year. He leaves your house and then he kills a couple of people. <laughs> so, he gets convicted for another murder that took place in 1968 and he got sentenced to 15 years in prison. But, on good behavior, he was released after five years and then, that was in 1978 when he got released and then in 79, he shot somebody else wow. and killed that person. Oh. In 1979, he shot a federal judge in the parking lot outside of the judge's townhouse. Wow, that's amazing. A drug dealer, a drug dealer big enough to have his own Wikipedia page, paid for this hit because the drug dealer was supposed to face this judge later that day in court. And the judge was called Maximum John, which I know is a silly name. That's his first name and his last name is John? Judge Maximum John H. Wood Jr., and he, he got the nickname Maximum because he gave everybody the maximum sentence that they could have oh. when they faced him. So the drug dealer expected that he was going to have a harsh sentence. So he was like, well, the only answer is to kill the guy. So since this sort of took place on the cusp of the 80s, there seems to be a little bit more information about it. Anyway, uh, Charles Harrelson, during the trial, says, no, 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 I didn't actually kill the judge. I'm only, I only took credit for killing the judge so that I could get the pay for it. Okay. Almost like it was an open hit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, well, whoever does this can claim the money. So the judge ends up dead, and Charles Harrelson just shows up and goes, yeah, it was totally me. This argument, though, seems to be at least a little bit convincing, because in the 2000s, Woody Harrelson made an appeal to the courts to have the conviction overturned, which is kind of strange, because Woody Harrelson doesn't seem to ever talk about his dad. Um but, yeah, he made a an appeal to have the conviction overturned, but it didn't work out. Charles died. Curiously, yet again, this is the third curious incident on my birthday oh. in, in 2007 uh, from a heart attack in his cell. But that's not all there is to know about Charles Harrelson, because... He was actually he actually died in Colorado in a supermax prison because when he was in another prison in Atlanta, he tried to escape with a makeshift rope 
did not succeed. So they moved him to the Supermax in Colorado, and he wrote, quote, There are not enough hours in the day for my needs. The silence is wonderful. That was his reflection on <laughs> solitary confinement in a Supermax prison. Okay. But the last, I think, because I'm not very good at going in order, I think this is the last big thing about Charles Harrelson. In 1980, okay, so this judge gets killed in 1979, and in 1980, the cops finally catch up with him, and they're in some sort of standoff, okay? So they're trying to get him to come out. While he is in the middle of this standoff, he claims that he killed John F. Kennedy. Oh, my God, shut up. <laughs> Later on, when they ask him about this, he says, I was so coked out of my mind that I didn't mean it, like, I mean, I said that. Isn't that crazy? I must have been high. Wink, wink. <laughs> but there's a conspiracy theory that's called the Three Tramps related to the JFK assassination, uh -huh. which centers around three guys that were taken away by police. And uh, I believe it was Dallas Morning Star reporters caught a picture of these three guys. And nobody knows why the police took them away or what their role was or anything like that. And forensic people can't remember the rest of them, <laughs> but forensic uh, scientists have actually connected one of the faces of the three tramps to Charles Harrelson. So there's a possibility. Of course, officially, the three tramps are actually identified as other people. So maybe, maybe not. Huh. We don't know a lot about the JFK assassination, so it's possible. So you think he might have killed JFK or had a hand in it? Is that what you're saying? That's what some say. What do I don't know if I say. How I say that's a pretty spectacular... I mean, why hasn't Woody Harrelson made a movie about his own dad? <laughs> I mean... Because you're right, he was made fam famous playing Woody in Cheers, but he also played, you might remember, a mass killer. murderer <laughs> in Natural Born Killer. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah. nobody talked about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's weird think he'd stray away from those kind of roles right and Woody Harrelson doesn't really talk about his dad very much uh, but in one interview he uh, admitted to visiting his father later uh, in life this was I guess later is a little rough but like sometime in the 80s he started to visit him in prison and um, he described him as one of the most articulate well-read and charming people that Woody Harrelson has ever known but that he viewed him more as a friend than a father um, because, again, he wasn't there for the formative years of Woody Harrelson's life. I, I don't know how old Woody Harrelson was in 68 when he left, but... He doesn't even sound like he was that good of a hitman because he got, like, charged for all of them. Well, that's the weird part, though. I'm sitting here thinking how many... Like, if... If he got brought to... If he got charges pressed against him for three people... How many people did he actually kill? I mean, yeah, maybe he killed like a hundred, but still, like, <laughs> I'm not impressed. <laughs> you know, well, eventually, yeah, you're right. Eventually, if he gets caught, I guess it's it's significantly less impressive. But I don't know. Like, like, I know that this is this isn't appropriate to bring up, but like Richard Gere and the rumor about the gerbil. Like, you hear Richard oh. Gere and people bring that up immediately. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other things. Why is it not appropriate? But, it's totally appropriate. <laughs> because because if Richard Gere's listening, he's going to be like, God, come on, would people just drop that? Or how about 
Michael, was it Michael Bolton with all this? With all the semen in his stomach that needed it pumped? Who was that? Oh, that's like ten different celebrities. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, like... Oh, there was Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart also had that one. And so oh, did... Oh, I um, confused it. It was not Michael Bolton. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't... I just, like... I wonder why people don't bring it up when they talk about Woody Harrelson. And I wonder if it's just that people don't know. But I also respect Woody Harrelson's position, which is, like, I was a kid, he was not integral in my life in any way whatsoever during my development, so we're really not, you know, close enough that it matters or anything. I assume but, that people don't know Woody Harrelson's not enough of a national treasure that, like, someone's going to be like, oh, did you hear his father's a serial killer? Shh, shh, shut up. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Like Tom Hanks's mom is a serial killer. She's uh, I couldn't come up with anything fast enough. Oh, damn it! She was a soldier in Germany. In the, and, a Nazi soldier. Yeah, yeah thanks. Like, I couldn't even put that together. Yeah, right? well, not. I don't know. <laughs> so, if you go to the Woody, uh, the sorry, the Charles Harrelson Wikipedia page. Then you can see the mugshot of Charles Harrelson, but otherwise, there's really not else to nothing else to go on uh, for me right now. Uh, there's not a lot of information about the previous ones, and I'm most interested in the first one because they wrote a book about it. There's like two sentences about it on Wikipedia, and one oh. of the sentences is, is they wrote a book on it. Uh, well, if they wrote a freaking wow. book on it, why don't you have more on I know, Wikipedia? Weird. <laughs> Boy, you still didn't answer me. Is he hot? Is he hot? You know what? I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna say he's Robert Pattinson hot. Meaning that's really. I don't hot. think Robert Pattinson is hot. Okay. <laughs> but I could see how people might think he's hot. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I could see it. Yeah. Okay. He kind of looks a little bit like Woody Harrelson, but like Woody a younger Harrelson. Woody Harrelson with a better haircut. It was cute back in the day. What's his name? Charlie Harrelson? Charles? Charles. Yes. Did he have like a nickname? Like a like a like Charlie the the Chucher. Charlie the Chopper. Yeah, that made more sense than Chucher. I like I like Bang Bang Charlie Harrelson. Oh, I like that. Oh, he looks like a no. Like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, he looks. I don't. He looks like. He looks like a what? Like a, ooh. Frankenstein. Like Frankenstein, so does Robert Pattinson. No, he does not. His head shape looks like Frankenstein, and the face he's making looks like Frankenstein. Everything about him looks like Frankenstein. Guys, look, look up Charles Harrelson. <laughs> Very weird. And then open Photoshop and tint it green. Yeah, and see yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Like I can see the nuts and bolts coming out. I don't have any celebrity question, like like questions for you about Charles Harrelson, like. If your dad was a murderer, what would, would you want to talk about it on a regular basis? <laughs> oh, is that... No, I guess I wouldn't want to, though. But would you recognize, like, an obligation to, perhaps? Yeah. Where, like, you go, like, you know, people are going to ask me about this. See, I read somewhere once that Woody Harrelson kind of, like, has it in a writer of some sort, like... Don't ask me questions about my murderous dad. Okay. Period. Then I could believe that. But yeah, I don't know why other people aren't. Like I said, he's not a national treasure. Who cares? 
Woody Harrelson, by the way, if you're listening, I, I apologize for my co-host. I'm so. sorry. You are a natural <laughs> treasure. Oh, my gosh. You know what else? What? So, Natural Born Killers, he co-stars with Juliette Lewis, yeah. who makes me want to blow my brains out. <laughs> Juliette Lewis or her in that movie? Yeah. I think she sucks I in everything. I her, but I didn't see that movie. I don't know. I remember I had an ex-girlfriend <laughs> who thought that Juliette Lewis was so hot. And I told you, and you were like, yeah, I could see that, because she's, like, slutty hot. <laughs> yeah, she is slutty hot. Like, she looks like a hot mess, but, like, a mess that you're like, yeah, like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So what do you got this week, okay. Marissa? <laughs> this week, I'm going to talk about Goop. Do you know what Goop, Goop. is, Pete? G-O-O. G-O-O-P. Do you know what that is? I know what the G stands for, and I know what the P stands for. What does it stand for? Gwyneth Paltrow. Exactly. Goop. She puts the ooh in goop. Yes. I didn't even notice that until right now. <laughs> goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle website. It is a sort of Martha Stewart-esque, like, it's, it's, it's more than just a website. It's a movement. It's a way of life. It's all-encompassing lifestyle brand. So, when you go is on... Is it, though? What? Oh, yeah. Besides being a website, they have, like... Goop like expos, like festivals, like a like a wellness festivals celebrating Goop. Um, so Fest. yeah, yeah, it's called In Goop Health. I don't even understand Goop, what that means. Goopcella. <laughs> I like that. So if you go on the Goop website, Goop Goop touts itself as a cutting edge wellness advice from doctors vetted travel recommendations, and a curated shop of clean beauty, fashion, and home. Clean stuff is a big um, a big focus. So the history. Launched in the fall of 2008 out of Gwyneth Paltrow's kitchen as a homespun weekly newsletter, Gwyneth Paltrow wanted a place to organize her unbiased travel recommendations, health-centric recipes, and shopping discoveries for friends. And she also wanted to give her get her own questions about health, fitness, and the psyche answered. So, in an article in the Atlantic assessing... Reliable source. ...why Goop is popular, because it is. It's not just like... Like, it's not a flash in the pan. There have been other celebrities that kind of try to start lifestyle brands, like Lauren, Laura, Lauren Conrad started one, but, like, I never hear about that. Jessica Alba kind of has one, I think, but I don't hear about that either. This one actually seems, like, pretty popular. Um, The Atlantic said that in many ways, uh, Goop exemplifies and has capitalized on several recent trends in health media. Fact-checking often doesn't fit into increasingly tight media budgets, and it isn't much of a priority. So dubious health claims about prolonged fasting or avoiding gluten ricochet across the Internet. The rich are already more likely than the poor to be healthy, so they shell out for alternative treatments and supplements in hope of achieving greater, even greater vitality. And that's totally what Goop is about. It's all about, now mind you, I like holistic stuff to an extent. But hers is like bringing holistic, earthy stuff to the next level. Um, and the Atlantic also said that Goop gives soul cycling, chia chomping people <laughs> a place to ramp their zen to the next level. But that was a pretty good uh, <laughs> <laughs> ramping zen. 
I'm just I'm just trying to imagine ramping Zen it's, it's to ridiculous. another level. <laughs> like um, you'd be dead. <laughs> so Goop, um, the website has a lot of stuff. Uh, it has articles. It has shopping guides. It has uh, product recommendations. Um, they also have some Goop branded items on the website. There are recipes. There are like um, advice columns, all, all, all sorts of things. Um, to give you a sampling of something in Goop, um, there is an interview in Goop.com with a former cable television technician named Clint Ober. And in the article on Goop, he explains the practice of earthing or barefoot, walking barefoot on the ground. What he seemed to draw from his experience in cable systems was that, not unlike live wires, humans' electrical charges could be neutralized through contact with the earth. And doing so, he explains, somehow prevents inflammation-related health disorders. So, to help readers reap those supposed health benefits without having to touch their bare feet to the ground, the Goop article provides a link to bed sheets and mats that can be plugged into a grounding port of an electrical outlet. What? And one queen size sheet goes for $200. If you're like me, you might be like, what? I don't even understand what you just said. Yep. Like, I... <laughs> okay. What you're telling me is I'm so rich, I can't even put my feet on the floor. Yeah, that's So I need a special blanket to ground my energy. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. By the way, is this like a, like, is this, is this like a, a cable executive? Or is this like a Comcast guy that comes Technician. to your house to fix the cable? Technician. Technician. That sounds like the guy who comes in the van to fix your cable. Exactly. So... That's that. They had an interview with one of them. Who smoked some weed yes. and was like, whoa, what a connection. Exactly. Um, and a little bit about the In Goop Health Expo that happened, uh, which was basically a big like a big convention with Gwyneth Paltrow and, and people who contribute to her site and all the people that love her website. Uh, someone who attended explained it saying, we pass into a courtyard which offers a cluster of tasteful white furniture uh, <clears throat> ringed by a variety of wellness adventures. In one corner, you can sit cross-legged on a cushion, and the resident goop shaman will tell you which crystal you need. In the opposite corner is a woman who will photograph your aura in a little tent. Then there is an oxygen bar and an IV drip station. And there is food, of course, just in very small pieces. Tiny vegan donuts, quinoa and lox swaddled in seaweed, Ladles, is tiny. Yeah. Ladles <laughs> of unsalted bone broth, things like that. So anyway. So thirty six minutes ago, Goop on Twitter posted, quote, Besides the basics of resuscitation, there's another very important component, which is post resuscitation care. Most brain damage happens after the heart has been restarted. I don't even What? Know. I don't even know. So okay. Oh, if and then a minute later it was the kind of shoe that'll get you through the worst season. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, you might be like, so what? Like, I don't give a crap about this. Like, why are you even talking about it? 
So I wanted to talk about this because a couple of things that happened on Goop made their way onto like popular, like either tabloids or popular media outlets like, or news outlets because I feel like there's like an anti-vaxer sort of. Well, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are a few things that were notable. She and, named her kid Apple. <laughs> what? She named her kid Apple. Oh, Why are we listening yeah, yeah. to her? <laughs> okay, well, her and her kid with Chris Martin, which I'm getting to that. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> there have been a few things she's done on her website that have gotten the public eye even beyond her fans for either being questionable or for being ridiculous. So one of the very notable things that got noticed from that website was when she divorced her husband, Chris Martin, the guy from Coldplay. Pete, have you heard of the term conscious uncoupling? Oh, I have. Yes. But only because it's absurd. Exactly. So, uh, when Gwyneth Paltrow needed to finally tell the public she was going to get a divorce, I guess she decided regular divorce isn't refined enough or not enlightened enough. So, she posted a statement, and part of it said, It is with hearts full of sadness that we have decided to separate. We have always conducted our relationship privately, and we hope that as we consciously uncouple and co-parent, we will be able to continue in the same manner. And from there, she had a link to an article written by a Dr. Habib Sadiqi and his wife, who suggests that divorce can be a teaching moment in couples' lives. And an excerpt from that Conscious Uncoupling article says, if we can recognize that our partners in our intimate relationships are our teachers, helping us evolve our internal spiritual support structure, then we can avoid the drama of divorce and experience what we call a conscious uncoupling. So from there, everyone made fun of her and basically mm -hmm. said, you're getting a divorce. Like, stop being right, a clown. Rightfully so. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that was one of the first things to really, like, have people pay attention to Goop, like, in a bad way. Um, some other things that have made people pay attention to Goop in a bad way are these weird-as-balls health things she's telling women to do. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow raved about the benefits of vaginal steaming, which, oh God, is when you, Steam sit me. Over, <laughs> when you sit over a hot pot of water filled with herbs for 45 minutes to cleanse your... Who has this kind of time? Oh, exactly. To cleanse your uterus and balance female hormonal levels. Nope, I call bullshit. Yeah, uh, gynecologists call bullshit too. <laughs> uh, so yes, I'm a gynecologist. The other thing that I love, which this is troubling, because these this this she had an article and she also sold the product and the product sold out very quickly. Um, you might have heard that she promoted something called a yoni egg. Did you hear about this? No, but I, why do I know what that is? <laughs> the yoni egg is a it jade... It must have been something comedy related. <laughs> yeah, everyone was making fun of it. It's a jade egg about the size of a golf ball. And by the way, there were, there were $66 on her website. And you buy a yoni egg, and you put it in your vagina, and then you sleep with it in your vagina. <laughs> and this is supposed to increase your vaginal muscle tone. Hormonal balance and overall. That, re that reminds me of that machine that you get on when you're fat that just hit, like shake, jiggles you back and yeah, forth. Yeah. Where people are like, oh yeah, this is really going to help you. Yeah, this, yeah. And oh, it's supposed to increase your feminine energy. 
besides gynecologists saying, like, no, that's not a thing, they also said <laughs> that those eggs can be bad because jade eggs are porous. And I would put it in your... Sorry. What? Yeah. I was just going to say, putting anything foreign in your vagina overnight sounds like a terrible idea to me. Yeah, so basically it could allow bacteria inside. Um, so, also, just glancing at Google You better today, steam that egg. Uh, I, what? I said you should steam that egg. Ew, ew. Yeah. Uh, Before you put it in, you got to make sure it's clean. That's what I'm saying. Yes. so. Ugh. Everything, I hate everything about it. Uh, today, just glancing at the Goop headlines today. Uh, some mm-hmm. examples of headlines on Goop today. Was, sex ed for grown-ups? Oh, yeah, sex ed for grown-ups. There was <laughs> dew bathing to bathe in dew. Is that just rolling around in the grass in the morning? I don't know. I didn't read it. Naked? <laughs> new wave sugars and sweeteners. Mind you, it's Ooh. not new wave of sugars and sweeteners, but new wave sugars and sweeteners. N- I don't know N-E-W or N-U? <laughs> oh, N-E-W, but... Okay, all right. So. Like the cars. I'm going to close out with my favorite part. Mm-hmm. The main reason why I picked this up, and the main reason I pay attention to Goop, uh, I, I hate Goop. I think it's really pretentious and really bougie, and it's really... We pay so much attention to things that we can't stand, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and it's, I don't know. It sounds very rich and white privilege I don't know. Anyway, but... Uh, anyway, there's a Martha Stewart beef that is recurring. That is my favorite because I love Martha Stewart. In 2013, Martha Stewart started off very, very subtly. Uh, when someone asked her, like, what she thinks about Gwyneth Paltrow and, and, and Goop, she's like, well, she wants to be a lifestyle arbiter. Fine. Good. I mean, I think I started this whole category of lifestyle. So Martha Stewart's the queen, and she knows she's the queen, and she just, like, made it a point. So a year later, Martha Stewart got a little bit more aggressive, and she said, Gwyneth Paltrow just needs to be quiet. She's a movie star. If she were confident in her acting, she wouldn't be trying to be Martha Stewart. Is she a movie star anymore? I don't know, barely. Uh, So then, fast forward, I love it. Uh, Martha Stewart (laughs) was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen recently. And Mm -hmm. uh, so Goop is being investigated, actually, uh, for (laughs) health claims. And uh, someone called in and asked Martha Stewart... Are the rumors true that you're happy that Goop is having deceptive health claim issue, uh, health issue claims? And Martha Stewart just goes, huh? Who's Goop? <laughs> but um, now the the ultimate right here. This, I, I, I think about this ever so often. It makes me so <laughs> Okay. And so backtracking, conscious uncoupling happened in 2014. Yes. Now, November 2014, in an issue of the Martha Stewart Living magazine, the same year that Gwyneth Paltrow said she was consciously uncoupling, Martha Stewart found a way to throw shade and reference that term in a feature about Thanksgiving food. So Martha Stewart's feature was called Conscious Coupling, Mm-hmm. And it was a story that includes suggestions for which pie-filling flavors combine well for Thanksgiving, from pumpkin cheesecake to chocolate mousse pie. Now, I'm going to read an excerpt, the introduction of this uh, photo gallery. So the introduction to the photo spread references 
marriage. Every Thanksgiving table should be blessed with the presence of a long married pair who bring out the best in each other, are completely enamored despite their differences, and leave every other guest thinking, I'll have what they're having. <laughs> Our holiday pies honor such, so there's a pleasant mix of textures and flavors in every bite. No matter how you slice partnerships, each spotlighting the perfect marriage of crust and filling these six irresistible desserts, there is a whole lot to love. Martha Stewart ain't write that shit. No, I'm just, she didn't write that, <laughs> but she, she signed off on that. Of course, yeah. Totally okay with that. And it's like, I mean, <laughs> the same year? That's awesome. I love it so much. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I have discovered that um, some years ago, Gwyneth Paltrow explained what group, go, what Goop means in an interview with USA Today. Mm-hmm. It is a nickname. Like, my name is GP. So that's really where it came from. And I wanted it to be a word that means nothing and could mean anything. I'm sorry. Goop has a meaning, doesn't it? Yeah. Isn't it just, like, nasty liquid? <laughs> yeah. She might as well have named it Gape. Like, what the, like, yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I knew what I was doing there. I knew it. Don't think I didn't. <laughs> okay. So, now listen. I was going to suggest that Martha Stewart got adversarial because she's been hanging out with Snoop Dogg so much. If Gwyneth Paltrow was going to hang out with a rapper, who would it be and why? <sighs> Maybe Kid Cudi. Okay, I, I am Kid interested Cudi. in the why. <laughs> I love Kid Cudi, but I have to say, like, they're both kind of like, woo, they're both a little bit kind of like out there, like, All right. Airy. And I feel like, I feel like Kid Cudi would be into like, no, you know what? No, there's got to be a rapper even more. I want a rapper that I think would be into like auras and chakras. I thought Kid Cudi, but no, Kid Cudi's just into smoking weed to run away from his problems. Um, I, well, I sound like I don't like Kid Cudi. I love Kid Cudi. No, Cudi, no, but... no, I know. Wait, let me think. Plus, he also had to deal with all those problems, so. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Who's more like, ooh. No, you know what? Op- I'm going purely off of, let me change it. I'm going purely off of aesthetics, because I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow knows anything about rap, and I think she would just probably go for a polished rapper, because she's, like okay yeah so i think she would go with judenna what <laughs> i don't know who that is what see i i thought you were gonna go into what? who is that who is it judenna the guy who sings the song classy man classic man i don't know that oh i'll do some research Jadenna i thought victorian clothing <laughs> i thought you were gonna go in the direction of the odd future guys like tyler the creator or earl sweatshirt because those guys seem so postmodern right now that they might actually fit into it. But but you give me so much credit and think I know. <laughs> I know their names. I don't know what they yeah, look like. Yeah, that was you know that was an unfair question from the start. Yeah, <laughs> guys, I'm always ten years behind musically. How about um, you? Ooh. Yeah, like like I'm seeing something like that. I mean, the other the other way is you go so shallow that she hooks up with Diddy. I mean, it just makes mm-hmm. sense. They're both classy people. They're yeah. both in it for the money, yeah. and I think they're both full of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might have to side with you there. That was a good so, but yeah. Diddy, not Puff Daddy, but Diddy or Jay Z because 
JC's got his hands full with women. It's not even funny. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> He's got enough problems. Yeah, okay. But a bitch ain't one. Okay? Truth. Truth. So what if Gwyneth Paltrow this? was lucky Ooh. with the good hair? What? Oh, my gosh. Would she doesn't have that good hair, yeah. does she? No, she doesn't. Gwyneth Paltrow Because looks... she's so malnourished, For that's all why. all this doopy shit she does, she looks horrible. Like, I expect somebody who's like... Sitting on crystals and putting like <laughs> dewdrops in her cheek pockets to look like more <laughs> I don't know where cheek pockets are on the body, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> so yeah, like, I, I don't know. I'm not impressed. I forgot that she's Pepper Potts. So I guess she does still count as a movie star. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. They wrote her off of that one. Pepper Potts is like always on a trip now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still. Yeah. Kind of counts. Yeah, I guess. Ugh. She's getting paid. She did die in Contagion. That was fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that movie. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to edit that to make that pause <laughs> a lot shorter. <laughs> okay. <But> yeah. <laughs> um. Would you put an egg in your vagina if you had a vagina? A jade egg? No. Would you put a I'm trying to think in of one? any kind of egg? Like, okay, here's the thing. If you said, what's it called? A yoni egg? If you were like, yo, you put the yoni egg in and you squeeze. And you do this for like, you know, ten reps, three times a day. <laughs> And this is going to strengthen your muscles. I'd be like, I buy that. I'm exercising. But by that point, aren't I just doing kegels? Yeah, you could just do kegels. So, for all intents and purposes, I might use a an egg sort of thing as, again, like a tension band. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I'm not just going to shove it up there and go to sleep and think that it's doing something. Again, I know that's not doing something. Yeah. Unless I believe in the whole energy thing and... Jade somehow capturing my nasty female. That, I'm sorry, no, I don't mean nasty oh, female energy, yeah. but like that and negative that female energy. <laughs> and um, but then, as you and I have talked about crystals in the past, I'm gonna have to pop that sucker out in the morning and somehow dump the negative energy out of it. Yeah. So I really, I'm gonna need a, a long regimen. And again, if I have enough money to buy one of these, chances are I have enough time to go through that whole cleansing process. So. Maybe. And I just want to point out, I actually don't like to admit it, but I, to an extent, buy into like crystal shits and and energy healing, all these things. like mystical things. However, I don't like her fuck. Oops. I don't like the way she sells it or presents it, and I just don't find her accessible, and I don't find her trustworthy, and I just don't like the way like it's some. I, there are other people who sell similar, I, I don't mean yoni eggs, but I mean, sell similar, like, con- If Busy Phillips told you to try a yoni egg, I think you would be much more likely to do it. I love right? Busy Phillips. I didn't know what exactly. said Busy Phillips, but I love Busy Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because I feel like she's accessible. Yeah, Busy Phillips is the best. But, like, if Minnie Driver told me to try a yoni egg, I'd be like, come on. Don't even go there, lady. I don't even know what I feel about Mini Driver. That's its own 
She's so inconsequential. You haven't even considered how you feel Is about her. Is she American her. or British? She's British. Oh. She does so... I can't tell. Okay. So, her yeah. Her real name is Minaret. No, it's not. I know it's not. <laughs> so, aside from Yoni Eggs, do you have anything to plug this episode? Oh. Um. No. I, when I had HBO on demand watched the Chris Gethard special called Career Suicide, and I enjoyed it, but what I didn't like about it is that I had to have HBO in order to watch it again and again and again. He just released it as an album, so that's something I would like to draw attention oh. to. It's very so, serious, but also funny at the same time, so now you can download an album of the one-man show slash stand-up Career Suicide, and I okay. think it's very good. Okay, cool. I do like Chris Gethard. Well... I guess that's it for today's Y'all Woo! heard. Okay. So have a nice week, everyone. Yay! Bye! Bye. Bye. Bye.